the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Saturdays looking nice as well with a blend of clouds and sunshine. High 78. That's your Rocky weather forecast. I'm Benny Thompson for News Talk 930 WLSS. Manatee High School football is a force of nature. It's time to feel the power with Hurricane Hotline. Live from Beef O'Brady's, 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton. Hosted by Dave Bristow and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now, 877-969-8600. And now, here's Dave Bristow and coach John Booth. Thank you very much. A pleasant good evening, everyone. We are live at Beefo Brady's, and we have a capacity crowd here tonight. And why not? Manatee has reached the state semifinals. With a dramatic win over Orlando, Dr. Phillips up in Orlando, 24-21. to 21. Joining us, as always, head football coach John Booth. We're also joined by receiver coach, veteran Chuck Sandberg. And, uh, John, we'll start with you. What a game, a uh, game that Manatee came out and really controlled. But at halftime, we were only up 7 nothing. And I know in the locker room you were thinking, man, we left a few points out there. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I liked how we were moving the football um, that first half, and we had the opportunity to to uh, get a convert a fourth and short. Um, we missed it by kind of a chain length, I guess, and um, you know, and, and it would have been nice to to have that and go up two scores into the half. But um, you know, I I just really really proud of how the kids competed, um, you know, all four quarters, and and um, you know, get the win against a, a really good Dr. Phillips team. Well, it was 7 nothing at half. Then Dr. Phillips uh, comes out, and they're stunned early on with an amazing kick return yeah. by Joe Robinson, and that made the score 14 to nothing. And I felt pretty good at that point, but you just knew that, you know, they're not going to give up, and they go exclusively into the Wildcat, and they were able to move the ball right, pretty good. Right, they were. And, and uh, you know, they <clears> – <throat> excuse me, they've got uh, a couple talented um, running backs, and really I guess the, the – you know, number eight played some receiver as well for them. But, uh, you know, definitely a kid that can run the ball. And, you know, that was an adjustment they made. And, and um, you know, they, they found some success, you know, kind of through the, the third quarter and midway through the fourth. But, um, you know, our defense hung tough and, and um, got the stop at the, the, you know, that last series when we needed it the most. Chuck Sandberg, uh, wow, this is uh, pretty amazing. Back in the state semifinals. Feels pretty good, doesn't it? Well, I'm excited for the kids. Uh, they worked really hard. Um, you know, to get to this point, you know, you got a lot of variables and factors. Uh, you know, second round, third round. I mean, uh, they had a great football team. Uh, we did some good things offensively. Uh, you know, defensively, like I said, we've hung our hat on those guys. I mean, you know, the first half we shut them out. Um, we, you know, we have, you know, good kids playing defense, the front line, linebackers. They, they run to the ball real well. So that's really our forte is pretty pretty quick feed, defensive ends. 
And, uh, I mean, even going into the season back in August, we knew that was going to be our staple. Those guys keep us in the ball game, you know, until we come along. And we have come along. I mean, mm-hmm. I think we've done some great things offensively. Uh, you know, we've tweaked some things, got some guys in position to make some plays. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we, you know, I, I think we've evolved well. Oh, about as good as you can, really. I mean, you know, I mean, we, you know, I mean it, it's been an amazing thing. I think back, you know, the terminology is a little different. I mean, defensively, you know, they kind of did the same thing. You know, they're going to go to work. You know, Jim does a great job. Let's don't think. Let's just react to the ball. Offensively, you know, we kind of had some different terminology stuff. The guys had to kind of recognize what it was. But we were basically in the same, the same offense. You know, spread, get guys in position to play and win. And as the season goes on, you find out, you know, who needs to do what with the football. Johnny, obviously, we, we went more wildcat there as it went on. Um, he, he's done some great things for us, breaking plays. The offensive lines really come come of age. Uh, you know, the receivers have done some good things, kind of putting them in position to play well, not ask them to do too much. The quick game, the short game, or, you know, the sweet play. So at this point, I mean, you know, you got to get a break. I mean, you got to get a break to get here. And even to win it, you know, 15 games is very difficult. You know, even the best team out there, sometimes they stay home. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited for the kids, and uh, we've done the little things that's got us to this point. Chuck, I just want to uh, say that you've done a great job in getting the receivers to kind of buy in to the fact that, okay, we're going to run a lot of Wildcat. You're going to have to step up. You're going to have to make your blocks. And they've done a great job at that. Then when they're called on to run the routes, catch the football, they've also done that. I mean, you're just a player away. You know, it's all timing and uh, opportunity. I mean, uh, you know, we had Jordan catch a ball. He caught a, caught a nice hitch route last week. Uh, you know, he hadn't touched it in a couple of games. And they're very selfless guys. They know what we do. We're here to win. When you win collectively, everybody gets recognized. Okay? And the more you move on, third round, fourth round, you know, we're only showing town. Guys will come watch it. And maybe they're thinking, hey, what's up with these whiteout guys? Maybe they're pretty good if we've got to this point. You yeah, know what I, I mean? I kind of so, like so, that only game in town. Yeah, you, know, like you know, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, KP and, you know, Kelvin's been back. We have one guy back. And I thought they've gotten better and better as, as the season's gone on. And uh, we're doing some good things. We're not asking them to do a whole lot. You know, we got some high percentage stuff. And, and if they can just help us win and move the ball, it's been good. You know, I think that one of the things to kind of piggyback on what uh, Chuck is saying, I think uh, we've got a group of guys at that perimeter position who, who understand team concept and team football. And there's going to be games where, uh, you know, a receiver's going to have six or seven catches. But then the next game, you know, they might take that away and you only have one or two. And, uh, you know, somebody else gets the gets the chance to, to make some plays. And, and the guys have really embraced that. And if, if the run is working that week, our receivers take great pride in, in blocking. And, uh, you know, they, they take pride in that and then go after it. And then there's sometimes where that pass game opens up and, and, and they take pride in that as well. Hey, our local number, 955-0930, 955-0930. And I'd like to hear from you. Last week we had a record number of phone calls, uh, including the uh, guy who want, gave a reference to a weasel. I'd like to hear back from him, the guy from Mayaka City. That was, uh, that was the best call we've ever had. Whenever you reference a weasel, you move right to the top. No doubt about it. So if you want to join in tonight, we're talking hurricane football for the next, oh, 45, 50 minutes, 955-0930. We'll continue to break down the Dr. Phillips game, and we'll slowly transition into the state semifinals against the Apopka Blue Darters. And uh, should be an exciting game. That game, uh, same time, Friday night, 730, and just hit the road, go I-4 once again, and get off a little earlier, and you can do the little bypass right into the metropolis of Apopka. But let's uh, let's get back to 
the game against Dr. Phillips. They come in, John, as the top-ranked team in the state of Florida, A-Day. They're a team that, on paper, you know, look pretty darn good, especially after knocking off Plant. I think a lot of people kind of penciled in Manatee against Plant in the regional championship. But Plant had to go to Dr. Phillips, and they really sort of dominated Plant. I mean, they got up on him and held the lead, and, and uh, what, what was your thought process going into the game? You, you, your road, you know, we've been on the road, but not recently a game like that. Well, I guess Venice was yeah. was the most recent one. So just kind of walk us through what your thought process was going into the Phillips Well, game. yeah, anytime you're on the road, uh, it brings its own set of challenges, um, you know, and, and on top of that, you got a great football team that at the time was ranked number one in 8A. And uh, they're a big physical team. They've got some, some good skilled players that, uh, you know, that can, um, you know, really get up and go with the football. And so, um, you know, we knew that we were going to have to come ready to go and and, um, and and execute, take care of the football. Um, one of the things that I challenged the guys with, um, you know, last week was was understanding the makeup of the game. This is going to be a game that that could very well go back and forth. Um, you know, there there might be moments where offense is is not moving for either team. And how do you react through that? Um, it, it's easy to get, kind of get frustrated. But if we can hang tough through that and, um, you know, and, and make plays in the special teams, field position is huge in that in that kind of a game. And, uh, you know, and that's what it came down to. Um, you know, Antonio Henderson got a, uh, a great fourth and one stop. He blocked a punt. Um, you know, Nick Knoll came up with a, with a, a late field goal that uh, ended up being the game-winning field goal. Um, you know, a couple punts, pin them back inside the 20 a few times. And so, you know, just, uh, you know, special teams played a huge, huge part. But I was just really proud of how the kids uh, mentally approached that game. And, uh, you know, it was a game that we, you know, called on us to play all four quarters and, and, and match their physicality. And, and the guys showed up and they did that. Yeah, it was the type of game that um, you like to get out in front because, you know, they're a team that, jumped out on plant so you knew you never want to play from behind but i was a little bit surprised when they just totally abandoned the throwing game but it worked for them they went uh, basically uh to the wildcat and they said hey we're going to try to run the ball they did get back into it but then when we scored the field goal mm-hmm. there was only a couple minutes left then they thought, eh, I don't think we have enough time. They went back to their quarterback. Right, and what was really huge on that is uh, we kicked the field goal to go up, and then uh, Nick turns around and, and kicks a touchback, and now it forces them to have to go 80 uh, in, uh, in, in just a little over two minutes. Had we not kicked the touchback and they got a big return and got it to the 40 or 50, now you're dealing with a, a short field. Um, you know, so that, that kickoff was, was critical. I thought that was a, a great job by Nick. But, um, you know, certainly, you know, when, when we needed it and, um, and uh, we needed the, the D to step up and, and make a big stop, they, they did that. Chuck, uh, right off the bat, our first touchdown, Sloan Drummonds to McKnight. And, you know, I went back and looked at it. I slowed it down, slowed it down, because a lot of people are saying, oh, that's a deflected, that's lucky. It, it, he just barely got a fingertip on that ball. And I believe that ball would have been caught regardless because it was heading in the direction where he was going. It just changed the trajectory slightly, and he went a little bit lower and caught the ball. you got to get a break. I mean, we ran the slant route, and, uh, you know, the window is probably a little later in the, in the route. Threw a little early, and the guy, the guy, he did a nice job getting under, underneath. And uh, 
it kind of went through his hands a little bit, the linebacker. You know, so you got to get, hey, listen, the, the thing it is, you just got to, sometimes you get a break. You know, he caught the thing, he caught the slant, and he released back outside anyway. You know, you catch the slant, you're going forward. He caught it. His momentum took him back the other way. Those guys were going one way, so we, we got in the end zone. So it gave us some momentum uh, down there. So, we, you know, we need to be balanced on the ball, uh, running the ball. That, that, that's what we really try to bank on, uh, you know, so we can exploit what they're doing. Um, but, I mean, like I said, our bubble play worked well this week. I thought the quarterback had some great reads, uh, you know, to attack a broad front. So they couldn't hang their hat on what we're doing. Because I know when Sloan gets in the ball game and Johnny's a tailback, it's a little bit different dimension. I, I see the tenacity of the defense is a little different when he's in as opposed to Johnny and Wildcat a little bit. You know, so we have more uh, options, I believe, and if, uh, if the quarterback play can continue to do what it's doing, it's really going to help us stay balanced. It's going to give us an advantage. I really mm-hmm. think it is. Johnny Lang ended up with a workmanlike performance, had over 90 yards, 25 carries, John. Drummond's. Had a big night because his completion percentage was uh, very, very good. 13 mm-hmm. out of 19, and he had that touchdown pass, 141 mm-hmm. yards. So I thought all in all, you had to be pretty pleased because, you know, in the first half, even though we only scored a touchdown, we were moving the ball pretty well. Yeah, I thought we uh, I thought we did a great job moving the football. Um, you know, and, and, you know, like I said earlier, if we convert that fourth down inside the five-yard line, gives us an opportunity to go up two touchdowns against a very good football team who's only averaging 10 points a game. They're only giving up 10 points a game, and and I think their yards per per game rushing was maybe 60, 65 yards. And so uh, I thought we did a really good job offensively of moving the ball um, Friday night. I thought it was a a good call to go for it inside the five. Um, I mean, I thought he had it, to be honest with you. Gene said uh, he's just short, and it was just short. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I thought it was a good call. I mean, you, you, you want to set the tone, get up two scores. Uh, plus, if, you know, you don't get it, they're sitting back at the inside the five-yard line. Right. And, and in addition to that, you know, the first two, you know, two plays of that, of that, uh, of that series, you know, inside the, uh, you know, the 10-yard line, we're, we got five yards on first down um, and three, three yards on, on second down. And, um, you know, I thought the third down we had the stretch called and, and their backside backer made a good job of scraping through and, and, and tackling Johnny at the line of scrimmage. But um, our first two plays of that, um, we ended up getting seven or eight yards. And so, you know, I, I was confident in, in our line to be able to get a push and, and, and get that, you know, yard or two and and um you know they did a good job uh we released outside on a zone play with our tackle and and um they did a good job with their backer shooting through there quick uh, quicker than we were able to get up to it and um you know just made a good play well you talk about a game of inches chuck that, i mean, that was I literally mean an you inch. know and you look at it, I mean, where's the spot you got a guy coming in this guy's coming in i mean where's the football where are you going to put it yeah. i mean you put it two inches to the left we got a first down well so, if I mean, he spotted really, it with his right foot which i, mean, I thought he was going to do which yeah, i did too because one guy yeah. was coming from the other side the line yes. judge so i don't know i mean you know you, you get a break we get a first down because you know, it's a credit card really we didn't get it so anyway but that's what you got to have but we hung in there Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, this, uh, I mean, you know, every time you get to, you know, you're not going to beat people bad. I mean, I look back at 011, we beat the semifinals 19 14. These games are going to be close ball games. Those guys were coached too. They got great players. You know, it's going to be two or three plays going to decide the game. They're at home. You, you don't know what yep. two or three it's going to be. You know, I mean, we run a Lego and we got a guy wide open. Boom. You know, you just, I mean, are you going to execute what we're doing? And defensively, you know, 
those guys got to play good. They got to give us a short field, you know, and hopefully they come out and, you know, get after guys before they get going this week. And, you know, maybe we get them because we're going to have to have some special teams. Mm-hmm. You know, we have the block punt, which is big. I mean, we're at, it seems like we're averaging one of those a game. Mm-hmm. We have to. And we had to I mean, kick return special teams. We, 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 just, we just need to do that. So, and, and that, that's what wins your games in this caliber. All right, we're going to take a timeout, and when we return, we'll hear from our players of the game, Manatee Hurricanes in the state semifinals. We'll take on the Apopka Blue Daughters Friday night. We'll be back with more Hurricane Hotline right after this. Before you buy, give Conley a try. Are you looking for a great price on a new GMC, Buick, or Subaru? Conley in Bradenton. Need a reliable used vehicle you can afford? Conley in Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that's second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley in Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandfather started our dealership over 47 years ago, we've been proud to be a part of this community. So, for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick GMC and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West in Bradenton. Conley Buick GMC Subaru. Where we treat you like family. Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Homes and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your manatee neighbor of over 35 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end, depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at ConstantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop, Costantino Body Shop. C1 Bank is proud to support the Manatee Hurricanes. C1 Bank is a true community bank. Clients first, community first. Whether it's your personal account or business account, C1 Bank will do everything possible to meet all your financial needs. C1 Bank has 28 banking centers from the greater Tampa Bay area to southwest Florida, including three locations in Manatee County. For more information, visit C1Bank.com and go Canes! As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine as a top Florida attorney and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located at 15th Street West in Bradenton. Call 748-2104, 748-2104. For more information, log on to mulocklaw.com. When you take time out to dine out, Canes fans know to head for the island and huddle up at three of the best waterfront restaurants around. The Sandbar Restaurant, Anna Maria. The Beach House in Bradenton Beach. And the Mar Vista Dockside Restaurant on North Longboat Key. Great views, the freshest seafood, and real toes in the sand waterfront dining. The Sandbar, Beach House, and Mar Vista. A touchdown the whole team will cheer for. News Talk 930 WLSS. Traffic. 
Good evening, 75 northbound, a little slow between Manatee Avenue and the south end of the Manatee River Bridge. This update brought to you by the Bonatti Spine Institute in Hudson on US 19. DeSoto Bridge looking pretty good now, 301 and 41, not looking too bad, just a little slow still in the usual spots. Manatee Avenue, Fruitvale Road, University Parkway, all trouble free. 53rd Avenue eastbound, seeing some delays approaching Lockwood Ridge. Uh, B Ridge and Clark Road both in good shape. 30 years of experience allows the Bonatti Spine Institute to target the true roots of your back and spine issues. Bonatti succeeds where others fail. Visit their website today at bonatti.com for more information. I'm Dave Kosh, WLSS Traffic. to Hurricane Hotline, live from Beef O'Brady's, 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton, with Dave Bristow and Manatee Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now at 877-969-8600. And now, here's Dave Bristow and Coach John Booth. Thank you very much. A pleasant good evening, everyone. Beautiful evening. As the Hurricanes preparing for a state semifinal matchup against the Apopka Blue Daughters. We'll be on the air at 7 o'clock leading up to the 7.30 kickoff live from Apopka. If you don't know where that is, just uh, jump on the interstate, head north to I-4, then head toward Orlando, and you'll see the Apopka exits right around Disney, I guess. You can Mm -hmm. take the little uh, bypass and that'll cruise you right up to a popka. Toll, bo- uh, toll road 429. 429. That's a shout-out to Coach Beavles. That's a shout-out to Coach Beavles. But he doesn't like to pay the toll? Well, he doesn't have to pay He thinks toll. I know all the roads in Orlando. I really don't, though. That's right. You're a Winter Park <laughs> native. Um, hey, let's, uh, let's go down to Gene Brown now. We've got our players of the game, and we'll start with Sloan Drummonds. And before you get to Sloan, Gene, let's uh, play the very first touchdown of the night that gave us a 7 to nothing lead, a touchdown pass. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Drummond's out of the shotgun. Drummond's wants to throw. He throws it down over the middle. It is caught for a touchdown to Kelvin McKnight. Wow. All right, that was a touchdown pass to Kelvin McKnight. And take it away, Gene. All right, thank you, David. Um, Sloan, great game. Congratulations on helping the team win to a uh, regional championship here. Um, obviously, that was an exciting play. Kind of went off the defensive players' hands and tipped it when you threw it. Were you a little nervous? Um, actually, I really wasn't. I mean, as I threw it, I didn't really see it get tipped. I, I knew as soon as I threw it, I kind of left it too inside. I should have let him a little bit more. But um, I trust KJ enough because he, he comes up with big plays like that. He's a really good player, so he helped me out. All right, that field was a little bit uh, soggy at times, and did it did it affect the play of our offense? Um, not really. I mean, it was wet. You, like, you felt it when you got tackled and you landed on the grass. But, I mean, when you're cutting and, you know, when I was dropping back, I really, I really didn't slip that much. So, All right, well, as the season has gone on, obviously we've kind of rotated back and forth with Wildcat and different things, and obviously it, it's working. So did you feel on a Friday night with the way that uh, you came out and, had some opportunity, and it really worked out well as, a, as an overall team effort. Yes, sir. Well, I just do whatever my coach tells me. Um, he just goes with whatever's working. Whatever the defense gives us, that's what we go with. We do what works. So um, 
he goes out, and if my number's called, I just go out and make the plays. All right, well, congratulations, and keep on working, and get us another victory Friday night. Yes, sir. All right, yep, Sloan Drummond's our offensive player of the game. Had an outstanding game. And, uh, you know, I, I guess, John, it's kind of like a chess match each and every week uh, to see what the defense is going to do and how they're going to line up against us. Yeah, and, and you know, the, the, it's a nice problem to have where, you know, we've got uh, we've got some good players, some talented players at, uh, you know, every stretch of, of the offense. Um, of course, Johnny's a, a great running back, but we've got uh, KP out there and Goldie is doing a nice job, KJ. Uh, so we've got some guys in, on the perimeter that, uh, you know, if you want to load the box and take, uh, take away the run game, we, uh, you know, Sloan has progressed um, each and every week this season. Um, our passing game has, I really feel, has become a, a, a legitimate threat and um you know he's been doing a nice job and and um getting the ball upfield and i'll tell you what antonio henderson played like a man possessed he Great was game. just all over the field and let's uh, let's listen to the block punt that was a huge play in the game here come the cades and they block it manatee blocks the punt and they will get it back at about the 46 yard line that was Antonio Henderson, who's playing one heck of a football game tonight. Yes, he did. Uh, and now we'll go down to Mr. Henderson and Gene Brown. Thank you, Dave. Antonio, great job on Friday night and uh, got it exciting and winning a re regional championship with this team. Defensively, we lived all year, you know, uh, the strength of this team. Friday night when it came out, when it got tied, what did the defense do as we got going there? Um, we basically, we talked it over because, I mean, Coach Phelan, he told us coming into um, second half that they were going to um, shove it down our throat. So we just, I mean, we took in what he said, and we just had a strong bond together, and we talked it out, and we just did our assignment, and we came out with the win. Yeah, I noticed one of the things people are asking me, being on the sidelines with it, their team's speed was pretty good. Obviously, we know Isom was pretty fast, but overall, they were a pretty darn fast team, and that's kind of what I think benefited us in the long run. We weren't allowing him to get any big long runs. We just kind of bent a little, bent a little bit, never broke. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, no, there was this, but it was just saying that it happened uh, on the punt block. Um, early on, I was watching them warm up, and I saw that we could block a punt. So did you guys see that, or did you just kind of go after it? Um, yeah, as I lined up, I see um, I seen that I can block it. So I mean, and he didn't call me to go block, but I seen that I can make a play and block it, and so I did, and I made a big play for us, and I blocked the punt. Yeah, that definitely was a big play and a momentum builder as we get going. And keep up the good work on defense, and keep this defense fired up because again, defense wins championships. Yes, sir. Okay, Antonio Henderson. Yeah, give him a hand. What a what a fantastic game by. Antonio. Okay, let's uh, segue on to the Blue Darters. And uh, the Blue Darters, what is a Blue Darter? That's uh, that's the first trivia question of the night. Um, anybody know what it is? Now, this isn't this isn't for anything. We're just throwing it out there. It's a good question. Uh, it's a bird. Yeah, it's a bird. Blue Darter is a bird. And, all right, Apopka, let's, uh, let's throw out our first trivia question. I need the most famous football alumni from the Blue Darters, from Apopka. He's a guy that's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Gene Gallo, I think, was number one. Gene Brown. 
Yeah, he's a very familiar name around here. Mr. Gallo, of course, uh, listened on Friday night to us. A great job up there. And uh, we appreciate you being back to win on this uh, semifinal game. Yeah, you bet. We're going to go all the way. I think you're looking for Warren Sapp. Yes, we are. Yeah, Warren Sapp, the former University of Miami Hurricane and Buccaneer, played at Apopka. So uh, we'll get Gene some uh, wings, uh, T-shirt, whatever, whatever we uh, give out. Maybe a hat. I like your hat, though, Gene. That's a nice hat. Uh, We've got one more trivia question that we'll throw out there. But, all right, if you haven't had a chance to see Apopka on offense, you need to Google Apopka offense and take a look at them because they run, a John, a very unique yeah. offense. Talk a little bit about what yeah, they do. Yeah, it's, it's unique. It's, it's kind of a blend of some misdirection and, and just some power smash-mouth football. Um, you know, I think in uh, all the game film that we've, we've seen, uh, they, they, they've thrown the ball a handful of times. Um, so it's, it's definitely a, a run-heavy offense, but they execute it very well. Um, they've got some, some good skill players that, uh, that can run the ball and, and, um, and some, some big backs. Chandler Cox back there is a, kind of a, a hybrid fullback, tailback type kid and just a big physical kid. So, um, you know, they, they, do some, uh, they do some interesting things in the backfield to try to confuse you. Yeah, they do, and you don't really know who the quarterback is going to be, who the snap is going to be. They use Chandler Cox, and they use uh, number eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I guess they get about 50-50 of the snaps. What do you think, Chuck? Uh, I believe at? they do, yes. Yeah, uh, They try to mix it up. They try to keep you on your toes. And uh, they do a nice job, I think, through, I think what they do and, and you know, just how they come at you. And uh, you can't hang your hat on one thing. They block down, pull big people, and kick out, and you got to kind of get on them and disrupt what it is and try to blow some plays up and spill the plays and buy some time for the backers to get there. And we're going to have to play an outstanding defensive game. And outstanding. I, Hopefully they have some turnovers. I well. would think what makes them so good is you just don't see that offense. Well, and it's tough to practice against because as you run your scout team, um, you know, to give a look all week, it's not a traditional offense where, you know, we get out against, uh, you know, a spread team that our kids have run that. They know how to run it. You know, you're trying to get your, your scout team to run this kind of an offense. It takes, a you know, a, a day or two just to understand what they're trying to do. And, and then you're trying to work on the, the tempo and the efficiency of it. It's just it's hard to simulate um, to prepare for it. Now, I will say that they have been beaten. Matter of fact, they have four losses. Don't look at their record a whole lot, but I don't want you to think that this is an unbeatable team because they're 8-4 and four right now. They just happen to be on a roll right now. They were the district runner-ups. That begs the question, why do we have to travel there? Well, the state semifinals are set. It doesn't matter if you're a runner-up, district champion. That's one thing I wish they would change because I don't quite understand why the rules change when you get to the semifinals. Now, we loved it back when we played Aquinas several years ago. They had to come here. That's correct. But that being said, I still don't think it's right. You know, I I just wish they would change that because why would the district champion all of a sudden have to hit the road? It just doesn't make much sense to me, but it is what it is. Yep. And we got to, we, you know, we said it. Uh, we said it going into last week. We have to win on the road in the postseason, and um, you know, the state championship is on the road as well. So, you know, if we want to get there and, and win it, then uh, we've got to, we got to learn to to overcome that adversity and the, the, the challenges that present, you know, playing away, and uh, you know, and, and uh, head over to Papa. Now, some of our coaches are familiar with going over there. Um, 
because we've been there before, and that's an, that's the next trivia question. We are three and zero against Apopka, and it happened in a stretch of games back in a certain decade. And I want to know the last time we beat Apopka, the last game we played against Apopka, and uh, it was uh, some time ago. That's all I'll say. But I remember the game very well, uh, so that gives you a hint. Uh, it, it was in my lifetime of doing the games at Manatee High School. Of course, I've been doing the games a long time, and Chuck's been coaching a long time, so We've that's why he remembers time. it. Yeah. So yes, if you know two. the year, the last time we defeated Apopka, it was the second round of the playoffs, and it was an amazing game. <laughs> Had a great finish, and uh, if you know the year, just raise your hand. All you got to do is guess the year, the year that uh, we beat Apopka, the last time we played the Blue Darters. Now, Going back again to that offense a little bit, I'd never really seen a quarterback, and this is Chandler Cox who does it, who spins after he gets the football. Have you seen that before, John? I never have. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, like I said, they're you know they do it and it's efficient, and uh, you know they have some different wrinkles off of that, uh, you know, just to kind of create a little bit more misdirection. But um, you know, I'm confident with our guys in, in the preparation, and, and uh, you know, like like Chuck said earlier, you know, our defensive line is is going to have to play fantastic, and and you know, create havoc at the line of scrimmage, and uh, see if we can force some turnovers. But um, yeah, they're. You know, I'm, I'm confident in, in their ability, and they've they've done that all season. And so we're looking forward to a, a good night with them. Chuck, have you ever seen that? I mean, he. I mean, if you're listening on the radio, you're probably thinking, oh, Bristow, what are you talking about? Spin? What do you mean? He spins all the way around. Yeah, first time I saw it, it looked like a bad snap. It's off center, so you caught the ball and just continued one motion to kind of get back in phase of what the play was. But no, they're doing that. They're spinning. Uh, it's, I don't know if it's something he's seen. Uh, Coach Darlington, or what what the deal is, but maybe it's got a, a, something going on with the backers. And but they'll spin and catch it, run the scissor play. He'll catch it and, and run option. He'll catch it and get back in the a gap. I mean, they do a lot of stuff. So I've seen him spin and throw. Yeah, and I'm spin like, and aren't you a little bit dizzy yeah. after that? But apparently, I not. haven't. I've never seen that that situation before. No, no I have not ever. No, no. I, I thought I thought something was wrong with the the film. <laughs> I stopped the film. I replayed it about ten times, and I thought, okay, but it's obviously effective. Yeah. But the yep. other number eight doesn't do it. I, I hadn't seen him do it. I just saw number eleven, Tox. I don't know. And he, by the way, uh, they do have uh, an offensive lineman. Keep your eye on. Um, last name Ivy, I believe. Yeah, uh, big big kid, number seventy-seven, uh, six-five, two-eighty, two-eighty. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he loves to pull. They they like to pull him, and they'll switch him. Uh, from right to left, and uh, and he can run. He he gets out there, and and um, you know he can uh, he can get up field quick. And John, they'll also switch him from guard to tackle. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that. So yeah, they'll that, move him around, and, and like I said, they'll they'll pull their guys a lot, and uh, we'll see that Friday. And, and um, you know he's he's by far their their best offensive lineman, and you know it looks like their their thought process is let's put him at the point of attack, and you know and try to use him as best we can. So wherever he is, uh, you pretty much know that they could be running the other way because he pulls so much. That's <laughs> so, correct. Yep. All right, we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, we'll continue to break down the state semifinal matchup, our Manatee Hurricanes on the road to take on Apopka. We'll be back live at Beefo Brady's right after this. 
Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and ready to champion solutions for your employee leasing needs. Big business, small business. Howard Leasing covers it all from payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. And with offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, keeping you in the game. Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Perkins Automotive Group is your low-priced leader. Perkins has a great selection of new cars featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Mitsubishi, and Nissan. And don't forget, Perkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Perkins on 1st Street and on Cortez Road in Bradenton. Or go online at Perkins.com. Galati Yacht Sales wishes the Hurricanes the best of luck this season. Team Galati has been committed to exceeding the expectations of our customers for over 40 years. Just as the Hurricanes are highly ranked on the football field, Galati Yacht Sales is ranked the number one marine dealer in America by Boating Industry Magazine. So whether you're buying, selling, or servicing your boat, you can count on Team Galati's highly trained staff to take care of all your needs. For more information, go to GalatiYachts.com. M&L Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. M&L features top quality products, including medallion cabinetry. M&L understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. M&L Cabinets is family owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee Avenue West and online at mlcabinets.com. News Talk 930 WLSS. Traffic. Good evening, 75 northbound. Still seeing some delays between Manatee Avenue and the south end of the Manatee River Bridge. This update brought to you by Sweet Tomatoes Restaurants. More than 25 locations in Florida. The Soto Bridge now looking at a smooth ride there. 301 and 41 in pretty good shape. Manatee Avenue, 53rd, Fruitvale Road, University Parkway. Not seeing any problems there. And V Ridge and Clark Road, both in good shape. And Venice, Venice Avenue, Jacaranda Boulevard, problem-free ride as well. How fresh is Sweet Tomatoes produce? Let's just say within 24 hours of being in the ground, it's on a refrigerated truck on its way to the restaurant. Sweet Tomatoes food, fresh from the farm to your fork and made from scratch every day. SweetTomatoes.com. I'm Dave Kosh, WLSS Traffic. to Hurricane Hotline, live from Beef O'Brady's, 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton, with Dave Bristow and Manatee Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now at 877-969-8600. And now, here's Dave Bristow and coach John Booth. 
Thank you very much. Welcome back to Hurricane Hotline. We've got about 10 minutes left in the show, and we'll continue to talk about the matchup Friday night against Apopka, our local number to call if you want to join in, 955-0930, Well, John, uh, when you took the job, did you? Uh, I, I know you dreamed about being in this situation, state semifinals, uh, but it's it's a little bit surreal, isn't it, I would think? Yeah, you know, you know, every every season you always go in and, and you have a couple goals and, and one's to win district and, and get yourself in the playoffs and host as many games as you can and, and you know, you try to, you know, continue to progress and build and, and, and work your way through the playoffs and obviously everybody's ultimate goal is to win it. So, you know, it that was that was a goal of mine and, and uh, just like you know, everybody that's involved with, with our program and our staff and kids and that's everybody's goal. So you know, I'm excited for, for, you know, our program and, and uh, where we're at and, um, you know, looking forward to, you know, to this next game. But, uh, you know, certainly something that, uh, you know, you hope and, and you, you, you know, you prepare for and, you know, you want to get there. But, uh, you know, it's, it's nice that we're, we're here and we're in the semifinal. But uh, that's not the end goal. You know, the, the end is, is uh, a couple weeks. But i uh, got to take care of, of this week first. Chuck Sandberg, you've been involved in, in a lot of playoff games over the years. Uh, it, what's the feel of this team maybe compared to some of the other teams we've had? Because we've been in this position quite a bit over the years. Do you see anything different, anything that stands out, or is it kind of business as usual, this team? You know, it's kind of like business as usual. This team was very different than a lot of teams I've been involved with because we had so many young guys back. I mean, it's really, it's really kind of, it's, it's really amazing. You know what I mean? KJ was back. Johnny had a handful of carries last year. He ran well. You know, he was the backup. But just the progression of what they've done, and they've gotten better, and they believed in one another. And I think, I, th- I think they've really taken on their role well. All the guys, receivers, running backs, quarterbacks. We've gone wildcat, 75% of the game sometimes. You go with Sloan. You know, we don't know how it's going to play out. But I think everybody understands that. Everybody's got a job to do. And, I, you know, I told my guys, listen, guys, you know, you're in this position, 87 8A schools, and you're in, you're in the Final Four. Yeah. So you're in a position to do something special. And I tell you what, we pulled you do this thing, you know what I mean, we can do it. It's something this team, you'll think about the rest of your life. You know, once they win the state championship, they don't come around often. No. You know, 92 and then 2011, that's a long time. Okay. So you get in a position, and it's going to take a couple breaks. You just play hard. You know, and, and, you know, the outcome you can't control, so you just play and see how what break you get, you know. You know, you never know. You get in a position, we miss the one ball, and, you know, Nick kicks the field goal. I'm glad he did. I mean, last year, their guy kicks the field goal, beats yeah, us. exactly. I mean, so you're going to hit that, or we're going to go OT. You know what I mean? And do you really want to go OT with those guys? I don't know. Okay? <laughs> I'll so, answer that. So, I mean, everything's got to play out well. I mean, so, but, you know, it's funny about this team. Even last, last week, the ride up there, you know, we go eat and we go to the game. You know, it's, it's pretty good. They're kind of laid back, really. I mean, they kind of know what they got to do, but it's not like a big raw, raw, crazy thing, you know. But like again, I got to reiterate, our defense has got to play well, and they have. And that's, and I, I even knew coming in when John was here in July, I thought we really had a chance because we had about seven guys back in that umbrella of our defense that can give us a chance to win, regardless of what we're doing, hitting bumps in the road and filling each other out. What do we want to run? What's good? You know what I mean? That was a constant that I knew was going to get us a long way. All right, we have a caller on the line who thinks they can answer the trivia question. Hello. Danielle, go ahead. 
Are you still there? Uh, Man, she may have given. Oh, go ahead, Danielle. Nineteen ninety-three. Ooh, Danielle, so close, so close. I, you know, it's so close. I almost want to give it to you. But yet, so far. But my executive producer, Danny Carter, won't let me. He's shaking his head. Nope. Good try, though. Good try. Uh, all right. Listen, <laughs> if you can't answer it now, uh, here at Beefo Brady's, or give us a call. Thanks, Danielle, for your call, by the way, and thanks for listening. Uh, her guess was 1993, and uh, boy, just just really, really close. That's all I have to say. And the the, the question is, the last game we had against Apopka, and we beat Apopka three in a row. So uh, that's out there. What year was our last victory? It was in the playoffs in the second round, and it was on the road too. So we are three and zero against Apopka. You remember that game, Chuck? I think 93, she's talking about the time we played in the semifinal game. Was that correct? Yes. The 93 was the semifinals, but but I understand. Okay. So there was another year. Yes, there was another year. <laughs> uh, another year. Uh, that was uh, 31-13 in 93. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that was a big yeah. win. Uh, the year I'm talking about was a little closer. Yeah, a little bit closer. <laughs> so... Uh, we've got about uh, 10 minutes to go. If you want to try to answer it, uh, raise your hand here at Beast or call us at 955-0930, 955-0930. If you have any questions here at Beef O'Brady's, uh, raise your hand and we will get to you. I'm sure Gene Gallo has uh, maybe a first play that he wants us to run because we haven't heard much from uh, Gene Gallo. What if you call the first play as uh, a handoff to Johnny Lang, Gene? I think that would be pretty safe. Uh, get Gene's. He may go along with that. Well, I might, but I'm not. <laughs> but I like to startle them early, and I'd like to see a stop and go and go for the bomb. The First old, play. You like that stop and go. Yes. Did you used to run that on the playground? And it was successful 80% of the time. Now don't tell now. don't tell James that he'll do that. Now did he hear you? Oh, he didn't hear. Yeah, you. is okay. he listening? Yeah, he, well, I don't know. No, okay. it's not. If not, we'll go back and talk to him. Yeah. Well, but anyway, I just I'm I'm so excited about this team, and you know I've seen a lot of Manti football, and I I'm I'm about to say, I think Johnny Lang may be the best running back that Manti High School's ever had. He is so exciting, and so quick, and so smart, and he is really really great. Yes, he is. And there's a lot of people that would go along with that. Um, I will just say he is definitely one of the best running backs we've ever had. Because, Chuck, you've seen, again, about as many games as I have. And and it's very difficult when you try to go back in history and remember a guy like Shevin Wiggins or even, uh, you know, recent memory, a guy like McNear, a guy like – the running back at Western Kentucky. Why is it uh, Leon Allen? Yeah. Leon, it, it's just hard because it was several years ago, especially with Shevin Wiggins. It was a long time ago, or even back in the 80s. Well, they, everybody has their own distinct style. You know? Yeah, I mean, even it's Ty- difficult. Even Tyron Williams' junior year ran for like 1,800. Then he flipped over to corner his senior year, 
Okay, then you got seven running for 2,200 and some change. Uh, he was about 170 pounds soaking wet, but he hit you about 200. Right. Okay, so everybody's different. Johnny's low, low center of gravity, good legs, explosive. Uh, he sees the field, great vision. And uh, even on that game last Friday night, I knew if you give him a crease, something's going to come here. He's about that far away, you know. So, and, he, and he makes guys miss, okay. You give him a little crease, he'll make you miss. He's a great back, and, he, and you know, we've been blessed to keep him healthy so far. Hopefully he continues. All right, we've got a caller on the line who I think wants to give a shot at the trivia question. Good evening. Good evening. Hello, Tom. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing great. 1992? Ooh, Tom, Tom, Tom. Well, I can't. I could just say that that's not right. We did play a Popka in 92, so obviously the answer is going to be 1994. I'm gonna just going to have to give it because... Uh, Tom, I appreciate your call. Do you have any uh, other questions, comments for Coach Booth, Coach Sandberg? We tried to get that game on line the other night for nine ninety nine, and it was not broadcast. But they took our money. But uh, oh. I don't, I don't have Bright House, and even the people I know who have Bright House didn't have the Bright House Ultra. Oh. But anyway, so we'll, yeah, just, we'll because listen, we'll listen again this Friday night. Okay, yeah, we're going to have the game. We will be streaming on Friday night. Uh, we, they wouldn't let us stream last Friday because Bright House had the exclusive rights. So you will have to call Bright House to get your money back on that. If it was us, yeah, I would say, you know, we'll, we'll take care of you, Tom. But, uh, yeah, 1994, Tom, we beat Apopka 35-34 to in round two. 1992, we won in round two. 38-24, and then in 93, again, it was the semifinals, 31-13. We'll try to make it four in a row. We really appreciate you calling, and uh, we appreciate you listening, Tom. Thanks a lot. I used to live across the I thought that was you, Tom. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, buddy. Hey, Tom's a great hurricane. Yeah, lives, uh, well, we won't say where he lives. He probably doesn't want that on the radio. But uh, he was, uh, yeah, was my next-door neighbor for a while. And a great guy, great handyman. He could fix anything. So uh, if you need a handyman, I'll fix you up with Tom. But, uh, yeah, it was 1994, 92, 93, 94. That was the trifecta. And we just got a few minutes left. We've talked a lot about the offense. Let's talk about their defense, John. They've given up some points, but they've been able basically to outscore everybody, at least in the playoffs. Right, yeah, they've got uh, they've got some talented kids on the defensive side of the ball as well. Um, but, um, you know, we they don't change up a whole lot of their uh, defensive fronts, um, coverages, it, it, it Kind of, they kind of stay in what they do, uh, but they're very disciplined, uh, run to the football, um, pretty good secondary um, at times as well. And um, I know First Coast is a, a pretty uh, potent pass offense, and, and they did some good things in, in their pass game against uh, Apopka's secondary. But um, uh, the week prior against West Orange, they did a, a pretty decent job defending the pass. But um, um, but, the, yeah, certainly a good defense, um, but they uh, they definitely are not going to give us as many looks um, as we saw against Dr. Phillips. Here's the scores that they've had in the playoffs. Uh, the first week they played Avito, 41-28 win. Then they shut out West Orange. That was very impressive because West Orange was the champion in their district, and they had knocked off Apopka earlier in the year, but they beat West Orange 42-zip. Then First Coast in an absolute shootout. 64 
to 48. Of course, First Coast, the team that Manatee defeated for the state championship in Orlando uh, in 2011. I want to remind everyone that we do have a fan bus and we do have a few openings left. 37 bucks. It's a great deal. It includes round trip. We'll even bring you back from Apopka and a ticket to the game. You can't beat it. We leave at 4.15 out of the shake pit. Go to manateefootball.com to sign up, manateefootball.com. And, again, we are streaming the game so you can catch the radio broadcast, simulcast on the stream, and uh, you will have to pay for that if you don't already have a subscription. But you can listen, of course, to the game free on AM 930 WLSS or the stream. Just go to manateefootball.com. Gentlemen, a lot of things going on, and it's an exciting time as we prepare for this game. And, uh, well, John, I mean, uh, you'll coach them up for a couple more days, and you'll just turn them loose. Yeah, that's that's it. You, you, you prepare as best you can and, and, and uh, get the kids as, as ready as you possibly can. And, um, you know, and, and then it comes down to them executing on a Friday night, which has, you know, kind of been the, the recipe all season long. But um, I'm confident in our kids, and, and uh, we've had a good first two days of, of practice this week on, on both sides. And um, and uh, I think, um, you know, they're, they're excited about the opportunity. They know, you know, what's at stake, and, and they're looking forward to Friday night. Chuck, let's go get them. Let's, let's just, go get them. Might as well go to the championship, Appreciate right? It. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. Uh, it'll be Friday night, Manatee and Apopka. It should be one heck of a football game if you're driving up there. Get an early start, John, because we understand that it's not a real big stadium and you're going to run into some traffic, so you need to get up there early, no doubt <laughs> yeah. about that. We'll be there on time. All right. <laughs> I want to thank everyone involved in tonight's broadcast. Ace Andrews back at the WLSS studios. I want to thank all of our listeners, our callers tonight. For Danny Carter, Gene Brown, Coach Sandberg, Coach Booth, this is Dave Bristow. Again, we'll be on the air at 7 o'clock, 7.30 kickoff, live from Apopka. This is Dave Bristow. Until Friday night, so long, everyone. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.